All right, welcome to the StreamYard Connect post show. Ross Brand live here on the StreamYard LinkedIn page. We do the main show every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern on my profile. That's linkedin.com slash in slash Ross Brand. And we talk about StreamYard users and how they're using the platform. We talk about new features as well as sharing what's going on in the larger live streaming industry, tech developments, and more. But we uh, always come over here afterwards to do the StreamYard post show here on the StreamYard LinkedIn page. If you're not following the StreamYard LinkedIn page, do follow the page so you can get notified whether it's the post show for StreamYard Connect here or whether it's the town hall or any other content that is on this page, which is uh, a great part of using StreamYard is being an official third party tool for LinkedIn Live and uh, StreamYard really de delivers video in high quality. It's easy to use, easy to produce your video. It's very stable in connecting you to and allowing you to produce and stream to LinkedIn Live. Welcome to the post show. I'm Ross Brand. It's great to have you with us. We're going to talk a little bit about the destinations you can stream to and why you might choose one over the other. This is a very popular question that I've been getting a lot. In uh, I, I talked about it recently on Michael Kenny's show. In fact, uh, Michael had me on his new Pushing Pixels live stream show, and we talked about the best destinations for live streaming. So that's something I, I want to get into here. And as you know, StreamYard goes to Facebook, LinkedIn Live. It goes to YouTube and Periscope, which then gets you on Twitter. And of course, you can use RTMP to go to additional destinations. And if you're on the, on the pro plan, you can actually go to five destinations at one time or up to five destinations. You could choose to go to only two if you prefer, uh, but you can go to up to five destinations using StreamYard's native multi-streaming capability. So one of the, the first questions I get from people who are either starting out live streaming and sometimes from people who've been live streaming for a while is, where's the best place to go? Let's say they're only gonna go to one destination. Where should they start live streaming to? Well, the the obvious question, the obvious answer is wherever you have an audience. So if you are a popular YouTuber and you have a big channel with a lot of followers, or YouTube is your most active social network, your most active place where people comment, where people like your videos that you've uploaded, then YouTube might be the best destination for you to live stream to. If you have uh, an active following on Twitter, if you have a popular, if you have uh, engaged in a lot of conversations on Twitter, participate in Twitter chats, you're sharing updates regularly on Twitter, you're really involved in it and you have an audience and you're seeing a lot of engagements, a lot of retweets, a lot of comments uh, on the tweets that you post, then perhaps Twitter is the place to go through Periscope. So you would want to connect to Periscope. If you have LinkedIn Live, I would encourage you to 
use it. If you've not applied for LinkedIn Live, I would encourage you to apply for LinkedIn Live and give that a shot because right now reach is pretty good on LinkedIn Live. And I would say for anybody who's live streaming, LinkedIn Live is a good platform to consider. However, you may not want to do your first several broadcasts on LinkedIn Live because it is a professional platform. It's the most professional business-oriented platform of the options that are up on the screen. So you you might want to wait on LinkedIn Live till you've at least done a few practice broadcasts and found your comfort level and feel, okay, now I'm ready to go to LinkedIn Live. So that's leading me to, if you don't have a big audience on YouTube or you're not very active on YouTube and you're not either, you don't either have a big and active audience on Twitter or you haven't built up a Periscope channel, most likely the best place to go live in the beginning as you're starting to want to build an audience for live streaming and you want to get experience and practice is to go live on Facebook. And I often suggest to people to go live on their personal profile first because you have family and friends who've opted in, who've connected with you. They haven't necessarily opted into seeing live streaming because they had no idea that was going to come along when they friended you or that that was something you were going to start doing. But the beauty of Facebook and your personal profile is you don't have to talk about your business. You don't even have to talk about yourself. Talk about something that you're interested in, something that you're passionate about, and get started that way. And do some broadcasts. They don't have to be long, but start to get comfortable with live streaming, whether it's using uh, StreamYard, whether you, you do your first couple with a phone and then you get comfortable uh, producing with StreamYard. Uh, I recommend the personal profile first. And then after you get comfort, comfortable, and for some people that could be three to five, for some it might be seven to ten broadcasts, but eventually you'll hit a point where you say, okay, I can handle this. I know, what you know, get the mistakes out in the first few, the really bad mistakes, like, gee, that's not the way to start a broadcast, or y it'll just come to you. I, I don't know anybody whose very first broadcast was perfect, so expect that you'll have a few bumps on the road the first few and then you'll get more comfortable with it as you get more comfortable with it then you can start to move over to your business page on facebook and the advantage of doing that is that as you start to talk about business content you have an audience of people who opted in to get business related content or whatever your page is about, that's what they opted into. That's why they like and follow your page. So if you are doing any type of business, then you're more likely to be reaching people, even if it's a smaller audience, even if it's a much smaller audience on your Facebook page, than you are on your personal profile in many cases, not always, but in most cases, that's how it works. And you have a wider range of analytics on your business page. You have the ability to do ads, to do promotions. There's a whole lot more options. You can have 
uh, product shelf. You, you may need to have a certain number of followers to your page in order to get that. But there's there's different ways to integrate products and sales and links to your website and all sorts of things that you can do with a Facebook business page that you can't do with a personal profile. So that would be my advice. And then when you're comfortable with that, the next place to go would be LinkedIn. Uh, if you can go to LinkedIn, I, I would suggest when you're comfortable with it and you feel you're ready for it, LinkedIn's a tremendous opportunity. And right now, in general, LinkedIn has a lot of reach and you can do really well uh, getting your message out there. And of course, you're getting it in front of people who are on LinkedIn to do business and it can be a really great place. And of course, StreamYard is one of the third party tools for live streaming to LinkedIn. It's not an app, it's not a live streaming platform where you can just grab your phone or click a button and go live natively. You have to use a third party tool. So get familiar with StreamYard uh, or whatever third party tool you use by live streaming to Facebook Live, your personal profile, your business page first. And then when you get that access to LinkedIn Live, you'll be ready. You'll have your your muscle memory down from how you produce the show and change shots. And if you bring in overlays and all the cool features that you're able to use with a platform like StreamYard. And then there's reasons to go to YouTube that don't involve your audience. Some people go to YouTube because they like the recording that they get from YouTube. Some people may want to go to Periscope just to get it in, just to get the live stream in their Twitter feed. Twitter puts your video at the top of the feed when you go live. And that's valuable because it gives people who are following you a chance to find you, but also through the use of hashtags, you have a chance to reach beyond your net network when you go live on Twitter. And when I say Twitter, I'm talking about through through connecting to Periscope. So all those different advantages of the different platforms speak to the value of multi-streaming, which is a now a native feature of StreamYard that you can use through the professional plan on StreamYard. And you get up to five destinations. You can even go to your Facebook personal profile and your Facebook business page at the same time. You can choose them both as destinations. You don't have to choose one over the other. And there may be advantages to doing that versus sharing for one to the other in terms of the reach you get because it's a native, comes as a, a native post to your page and a native post to your Facebook profile versus a share or a cross post. Maybe that gives it more juice in the algorithm. Maybe it doesn't. It's something that you have to test. But I like that idea. And, you know, it, then it's it's extra chats to follow. But the beauty of StreamYard is from Facebook, it aggregates the chat and brings it into your dashboard under comments. And so you can see comments from Facebook and from, you know, your page, your profile. You can see comments from YouTube, you can see comments from Periscope. Right now, LinkedIn has its API closed, so you can't get comments in the dashboard. I cannot see people 
commenting within StreamYard. That is a choice made by LinkedIn. Hopefully they will open that up and allow third-party tools to access the comments. So thank you all so much for being here, being a part of the post show. I will try real quick to find the broadcast. This is always a challenge with LinkedIn and something LinkedIn's got to really got to get better at. Uh, <laughs> where is the broadcast when you go live? Okay. I'm going to look for uh, the StreamYard business page because it's not in my notifications. And I'm going to see that here it is. Here is the broadcast. And I am so excited and grateful about the opportunity to go live on StreamYard that I will say these are minor issues that StreamYard, uh, that, that uh, LinkedIn would uh, benefit from upgrading. And that's the discovery for videos because you can't just give someone a link when you go live. Michael Kenny, thanks so much for coming over for the post show and for Brad Friedman as well. And that's another cool thing about the multi-streaming that I didn't mention, which is when you use the native multi-streaming, say to go to Facebook and YouTube, you can actually schedule on those two platforms your broadcast and that way you have an actual link to give people rather than saying, watch on my channel, find me on my page. You can actually on each platform have a link on Facebook and on YouTube where people will go to watch the broadcast. Uh, StreamYard is recording in 720p. Uh, so far, the recordings that I've done and looked at were recording only. They weren't being streamed but they were in 720p. Thanks for that question, Michael. Michael says, aim for done, not perfect. Brad asks, hey, Ross, last week's show, in last week's show, did you talk about how you get those video clips into your StreamYard broadcast? So what I do is I create video clips that are 30 seconds or less, and then I upload them as overlays. And I create those using a product called Stream, uh, ScreenFlow. Easy for me to say, ScreenFlow from Telestream. And I will export it as a lower quality for the web so that it's not too big a file size, but it's good enough quality for the broadcast. And I put I put a background in and I, you know, resize the video and add text and and all that in ScreenFlow. But basically, a 30 second or less MP4 file can be uploaded as an overlay, just like you would upload a transparent border or you would upload a a one of these show cards that I upload one of these graphics. It's it's all using overlays when you see me change shots, uh, when I'm on solo, when you see me add things to the screen, uh, which is different than changing shots when I'm doing an interview and I might put my guest on solo or put myself on solo and then go to the shot where we're both on. That I'm using you know, the, the regular way that you switch shots. But when you see me go from one graphic to another, I'm doing that using overlays and same thing with when i play videos 
uh, except that music that I have going when I start the main show, when I do that, that is uploaded with music and a, and an image and it's exported as an MP4. And then I do that as a screen share so that I can have myself in, in that little window and it can be a lot longer than 30 seconds. Michael Kenny asks how I manage all the comments when I multi-stream. Uh, the comments, when I'm multi-streaming with StreamYard, the comments all come into the same location except for LinkedIn because that doesn't have an open API. So the comments from Facebook and YouTube and Periscope all show up in the dashboard. And when you're in the studio, and not the dashboard, I, I should say studio versus dashboard. I'm talking about when you're in the studio, when you're live and you're producing your broadcast, you have the comments bar and the comments option on the upper right side. You click that and you will see the comments from each of the platforms coming in again, except for LinkedIn, but you will see the comments. It'll let you know which platform the comment came from. And you have the ability to share and show the person who commented. You can show their avatar, which you weren't able to do using a third-party uh, restreaming app. The StreamYard capture audio from screen share. That's a good question. I guess I'll find out. I'll find out when I download the show from the recording the main show, because then I can find out, did it capture the music? Uh, I assume it will record everything that I did, but that'll be interesting to see. Good question, Mike. Thank you. So thanks, guys, for being uh, a part of the post show, for coming over, for asking your questions. Michael Kenny, Brad Friedman everybody else who was able to join us. Uh, again, this is the StreamYard Connect post show. We will be off the next couple of weeks and then come back and join us in three weeks here on LinkedIn Live, but it will be over on my personal profile, uh, linkedin.com slash in slash Ross brand for StreamYard Connect, and then back over here on the StreamYard page for the post show. If you're not following the StreamYard page, do follow it. You can get the, the town halls here. You'll get notified. You'll get notified when I do the post shows and all the other content that comes across here on LinkedIn from StreamYard. So thank you very much, everybody, and have a great rest of the day. Take care, everybody.